Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to this week's new episode. I hope you're doing great. Um... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Before even listening, I really appreciate it, honestly. Um, can we just talk about last week's episode? I think that was... I'm not... I don't think. I saw the analytics. It was the best episode that I've recently done. Um, and a lot of people liked it. A lot of people find value in it, which really makes me happy. I mean, Matt is a really smart guy. He's one of those people that just will round it on everything. You could talk about everything to him and he, and he, he has a background on it, which is really amazing. And I am actually planning on interviewing a couple of people on in the future, of course, but nothing's promised. But I made a list and Matt was on it. I was like, okay, we're manifesting this. And I made a list, a couple of people that I would love love to have a conversation with and of course bring you guys with and matt happened to be in it and i was like shit that's actually really cool so i reached out to matt on tiktok i followed him for a year maybe but you know with the new tiktok update you see people's life on the for you page which is gets really annoying sometimes but then i saw matt i was like well okay i actually follow you um so Though he was answering people's question, I asked a couple of questions. Anyone who he was answering, and I was like, you know what? Let's just let's just see it if he would say yes or not. I mean, I have literally nothing to lose, and he was very happy. He was like, yeah, DM me and we can work something out. I was like, what is that a yes? And I did it. Next day, I wrote it. I was like, you know what? I really would love to have you on my podcast. Yada yada yada, and we made it happen. And it's really, really, really great to have him. Um, but like I said, I have a couple of people that I would love to interview. Most of them are not in Sweden. So uh, we're going to have to make it on Zoom call. But it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter because they have great stories. And it's just so inspiring, honestly. And I said it before. I don't know if I, I, I said it on the interview with Matt or we said it when we were talking. But I don't normally get inspired by billionaires and jeff freaking bezos and steve jobs i feel like those people have 
an unfair advantage in life that I don't see it happening unless not now. When I, when I read their stories, I don't feel like that's something that inspires me. It, I can see that, oh, wow, it works for them. How cool. But people who inspires me are people who are, you know, my age or millennials. It's not always about age, but it's, it's about that time. Like, they, they lived this generation and they're still trying to figure their shit out. And when I see them, like, starting their own businesses and... And just it's being so creative on the internet, that's what inspires me. And they're really smart. Um, one of them, which he's also on the list, is Ali Abdal. I am so obsessed with this guy's content, you guys don't even know. You, don't, you have no idea. Mm-mm, no idea. So after this podcast, I want you to go and Google him and see all of his videos. So I discovered his videos in 2019. So, so I, I discovered his channel in 2019 when I was trying to learn Swedish. Um, I was in school and we were learning Swedish. So I was like, you know what? I want to I wanna do it fast. So I googled, <laughs> I googled how to learn a language fast. Then I went to YouTube and I was like, okay, Google is not really that helpful. I want to I wanna hear somebody talk about this. I googled how to learn language really fast and his video happens to be there. So explaining how to study smart and I just discovered this new era of me being really interested in learning how to be productive and learning how to learn fast and learning how to do this and that and things that I never thought I was interested in. Like I was always interested in vlogs and um, fashion and makeup and these type of stuff. But as I grow older, I was like, okay, what are we, what are we doing now? So I discovered his channel and he was, he was, and he was different. Like I, I never, I, I didn't really see a channel that talked about this stuff. At least not in my opinion. At least not in my experience. I was like very mesmerized. I was like shit. Okay, what is this guy? So I consumed all of his content, all of it till this day. So and then I developed, and then I learned on new things. I, I actually realized that you know you can actually see a video. And it could actually bring you value instead of watching people living their best life and you getting nothing out of that. Going to the best restaurants in the world and you still, what, what is that going to bring you value? So when, by watching his videos and listening to what he said and listening about his productivity tips and tricks, and I was like, shit, I actually can, can use my time better. I can do something with it. And that's when I learned the value of time. That's why I, I try not to fuck around with my time. It actually bothers me to, to be consuming things that doesn't add value to me now or me in the future. For those who don't understand the value of time and feel like they need help with productivity and things like that, I would definitely, I would definitely recommend that Abdal. And I watch all of his videos. Like there's nothing new to watch except me waiting for him to upload weekly. And then I was like, you know what? We're actually gonna check out his personal assistant and her name is Elizabeth, by the way. <laughs> and then I went there and I went to her channel and I also consumed all of her videos. And I was like, you know what? He has a housemate. Let's see her channel. <laughs> Watch all of her videos. She has a podcast too, by the way. And she has a blog. <laughs> so just so you know, there is a free promotion there. Um, but yeah, I, I love it. I feel like everybody around him is so smart. And, and, and that's, that's my, my new obsession. Smart people. So that was it, guys. Um, that's my explanation of obsession of Ali Abdal's content. Not him personally, his content. So that is that. And I also signed for his 
uh, email newsletters so I don't miss anything new. Talk about super fan right here. I'm raising my hands right now. So since I wasn't really consistent with the podcast, which also bothers me, it's something that I've been, mm, you know, when you don't do something, but it's always in your mind, you feel like, well, fuck, why am I even doing it in the first place? And don't get me wrong, I actually enjoy podcasting, even if it doesn't bring me not even a single penny. I think this is something that I've been doing since I was a child and I, I was made to do this to fucking talk and just talk about things that matter to me personally and when I see people actually relating to me I was like well we can actually we can be doing something here we can build a little community um even though I wasn't consistent with it I I was trying to, to figure a way that how can I be incorporating this lifestyle into mine without me having to plan everything without me having to worry about it I just want it to flow Wanted to think. I don't want to overthink it, and then when it's something's not professional, I just delete it and don't post it. No, none of that. So if you see, so I I actually made a promise to myself that I'm gonna upload every Thursday, no matter how shitty is the content is. Not I'm not gonna say shitty because that's offensive to myself, but it cannot be always perfect. And when it's not perfect, I want you to not bully me for not it being perfect because I'm trying to build a pattern here to not break it. And every single week, I promise you guys that I will be there. Every Thursday, I'm here. You'll see me popping up. I made a, an email that you guys can email me and we can catch up with with each other. I Although you could DM me, but I'm not really good with Instagram. I have to I have to admit it. I'm not really good with Instagram. Um I don't like Instagram. I feel like an email would be really cool, really professional and we can respond. And I spend more time on emails than social media if I'm being 100%. Um so if you want to just catch up, you know, talk about something, you can ask me something, we can respond and talk and have a genuine conversation. I would really appreciate that. And there's many reasons why I chose email. First of all, like I said, I'm not good with Instagram DMs. Uh, although you can, like I it's still I can see the notification. I'm not blind. But um, I just thought that we can catch up more. Maybe you want to be anonymous. Maybe you don't want to, you know, I just I feel like it's more comfortable. So it's called, okay, don't laugh at it, but it kind of makes sense with the name of the podcast. Don't laugh at it. It's called, <laughs> now you, <laughs> it's, really, it's really awkward. Okay, so it's called, now you do the talking at gmail.com. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but you can, you can just email me and we can talk about whatever you want. Because let me be honest, sometimes you guys send a really fucked up things and I'm like, what, what, what am I supposed to say to that? What am I supposed to say to that? And if anybody heard it, be like, okay, okay, what should, what do we do now? So the main reason is to actually understand what are you saying and how can we solve this and present it in the podcast. You can't just write me half a story and me not even knowing the characters in it and be like, oh, say it. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh-uh. Nah, it's not gonna work like that. So, either you write a full story that I understand and I can comprehend and I can tell it to people and we can have a little discussion, or we can just email me. 
And I can ask you, well, did he actually do that? I'd be like, yeah, he did that, and he said that, and that. That would be more interesting, right? It would make sense. So you can do that. Again, I'm not gonna repeat. I'm not gonna repeat the name of the freaking email because I don't know why I did it. It just it sounds more legit to the podcast because podcast name is that let me do the talking and then now you do the talking. You see what I, you see what I mean? It makes sense. Anyways, with that being said, let's let's jump to your guys' questions. It's Sunday and I have nothing to do except spill the tea. So I tend to have a problem with everything and anyone it's a habit of mine since i was young people hate people hate to invite me in parties because i always ah, okay okay because i'm i'm gonna say i'm always even though she writes i uh because i'm always the person who ruin i mean what are you saying that's why you need the that's why you need to email me because i okay let's read that again That's why people hate to invite me to parties, because I'm always finding a way, ruining the night for them. And recently, I started reflecting on myself, and I realized that I don't want to be that person anymore. I have lost people, close people to me, because of the way that I behave. And now, when I change to the person, when I change to a better person, people start telling me that I'm fake and pretentious. And when I'm being honest, they seem to have a problem with that too. So what I'm saying is changing my personality was a smart idea. Oh, you're asking me. Okay, sorry. <laughs> was changing my personality a smart idea or, or does being a bitch makes people respect you more? I appreciate your honesty. The fact that you think that you are that person that ruins the party for everybody and you hate it and you, you made the effort to change. I love you for that. So that's, you need a kiss on the forehead for that. There you go. Have a lollipop. Um, what you were saying is, is that being a bitch makes people respect you. Here's how I see it. Being too nice sometimes doesn't give you the respect that you expect. Oh, that's not smart. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> seriously you can't be too nice and expect people to respect you all the time because as humans we seem to take advantage of those people that's why you see people who are too nice being cheated on that's why you see people who are too nice getting bullied it's always those people but also being a bitch doesn't mean that you're likable doesn't mean that you're gonna be well respected maybe people wouldn't like to talk to you they will ignore you but you're, you might not be respected But at the same time, to put boundaries, they, they know that there's boundaries and they're not going to cross them because you know what? You're that bitch. I'm not going to say that always be that bitch who ruins the night for people because that's you, genuinely you being not likable and that comes from, I don't know, comes from a, re a deep shit, deep shit that you had in your childhood, not being acknowledged enough by your parents or something like that. And um, when you grow up, you seem to have this attitude that you need to be seen. So that's why you that's right. That's why you try to make a scene every single time you go to parties. That's not okay. That doesn't make you likable. That's why people don't invite you to parties. Um, so by changing, I would suggest to be a good person. But don't be a bitch. Be a good person. And being a good person means that you know your value, and you seem to draw the line. 
You can't you can't let people walk over you because you're too nice. And to, to whatever who said that you're not being honest or you're fake, maybe maybe they're not used to you. Not it's not maybe they're definitely not used to you being like that. So it was kind of a shock to them. They're, they're like, okay, well she was always that person who ruins the party, and now she's being too nice, too gentle. It's it's a little weird. I'm not gonna lie. But at the same time, it's all about you. How do you want people to see you? How do you want yourself to be? And you can go from there. You, do you want to be the person that people don't like, but they have to invite you because they feel they pity you? Or do you want to be the good person who people feel safe around you, who people believe what you say, they don't feel like you're being fake? It all really depends on what you want. From time to time, you're going to have to change. You're going to have to change. You need to be yourself, but at the same time, you need to do a kind of, I want to call it like a renovation. You have to renovate your personality. You have to be a new person to yourself. You need to be, just always strive for being better. And for people to be annoyed at that, that's when you know, like, wait, why are you being annoyed? Because I'm getting better and better. Do you want me to always be the same person? That's when you say, that's when you should say, fuck you. I'm going to do what's best for me. I'm going to do what's great for me. I'm going to be the person that I always wanted to be. And they can say whatever they want. So it depends. Who do you want to be? That's my question to you. It's healthy. It's healthy to change from time to time. In fact, it's unhealthy to be the same person. For years and years, people are evolving and you're still the same person. If you're that person who ruins the parties, then yeah, go change right now, please. Because it's, it's, you have unhealthy habits that you need to dig down, figure it out, and then build yourself up. And changing from time to time doesn't mean that you don't know who you are. It doesn't mean that you have no personality. You, you People don't believe who I am. It doesn't mean that. It just means that you change interest. We just do that without even noticing. We just don't like... We just like new things. But some people reflect on that and be like, what? I actually, mm, I like that. I need to do a, more of that. I need to read more of that because I seem to be interested in it. And there's nothing wrong with it. Everybody changes. But it depends. Are you changing for the best or you're changing for the worst? Uh, at the end of the day, you're really changing for yourself. You're the only person who knows yourself. You're the only person who knows who do you want to be. I can fake it all I want, but people see through you. And if I don't feel, if I don't feel good in my personality and the way I am, then something is wrong. Something is wrong. Even if people love who I am right now and I feel there's something wrong with it, I feel like, well, maybe I should be more honest. Maybe I should be more open to more ideas. Maybe I should be that person. Maybe I should be more happy. Maybe I should smile a bit more and be that positive, positive person who brings a light to the room. Maybe I should be all of these things. I will do it. Because I want to be that. Not because people will find me more pleasant or I'll get invited to parties. That should never be the scale. Never. So, there's that. Next question is, I lo- here's the thing. I love how this person wrote it. Like, literally going straight up. So, let's break this down really quick. This is literally what they wrote. First thing. I have a problem with the f- with fake people and... Unfortunately, my closest friends are people are people pleasers. They never advise me on anything. All they all they does agree 
what see guys use that email please ah let's let's go back i have problem with fake people and unfortunately my closest friends are people pleasers they never advise me on anything all they do is agree which gets annoying sometimes because as friends we should be able to say the truth without being judged true I am the person who see things the way they are, which cause my friends to hate telling me things because I simply don't agree with them. I totally agree with you, honestly. I I can't roast any of these questions. Not like the old ones. Because that's the meaning of friendship. If you can't be straight up with your friends, then why are you even friends? Please. Please. Why are you even friends? There's nothing worse than faking a personality for somebody else. Just to please them, just not to hurt their feelings, and sometimes even you, you, sometimes you're not even saying something hurtful. They're just you don't you're just not agreeing what they want you to agree with. You're not saying what they want to hear. You should never change who you are around people that are quote unquote friends, because that's not what friends are for, really. Imagine not saying whatever you want to your friends. That sucks, bro. It really sucks, honestly. Why are we even friends? Can we just rewind that really quick? And even if they're people pleaser, let's just assume that they are people pleaser, okay? They like to please people. Well, guess what? I'm not people. I'm your friend. So mm, change the settings right there. I feel like your friends are the type of friends that just... Everybody compliments each other. Everybody says these cute little things that doesn't really, you know, resonate with anyone. But nobody want to be that person who says the truth. For in your case, you're that person who say, stands up, be like, "No, you did, you did something horrible. You need to, you need to acknowledge that at least." But to them, it's like you breaking the patterns. Like, well, you don't get to be that person who says that. We said we'll always support each other. I feel like it's giving me sororities type of friendship. I don't know why. Are, are you in Kappa Kappa? I don't know what they call it. It's like the sorority group in the U.S. I don't know. I, I really feel like that. <laughs> so, if you're asking for help, I would say just you continue being honest because nobody likes a people pleaser. Nobody. And this is like the, the, the core principle of having friends. If you can't be honest with them, why are we even friends? And I believe that there is different categories to friends. There's group number one. The people who knows you the best, you know, grown up, been together, ups and down. They, they're like soulmates. That's group number one. And you should be completely honest with, with them. And there's group number two that you guys meet all the time. You always catch up. You, they're just good vibes. Good vibes. You always want to be around them. And there's group number four. No, is that four? No, three. Group number three, which is... The friends that you don't see them often, but whenever you see them, you always have a good time. Not that close, you know, like, you know each other, but not not, not so much, honestly. And then there's group number four, which is you barely see each other. But when you do, there's like these small conversations. Um, you don't always ask the hardest questions you you don't have that friendship that you could say whatever you want um that you can just you know spell your heart out and you will be understood it's like i know you but to certain extent and you know me to certain extent but i like you as a person 
so I don't want to lose you, but I'll keep you as a friend, but in group number four. That's the d- different categories. To yours, I don't know which one it fits. I really don't. They should be in group number four or even five, which is strangers. Mm-mm. So, next question. I always seem to find myself not being special. I don't find myself being special to the people that I know. I don't find myself being special on dates. I don't see myself special with partners. Um, They never treat me like I'm a special person, even though I'm always there for them. I need to know if I'm just overreacting or actually people don't respect me enough to treat me differently from everybody else. So... It's actually a really good question. I'm I'm really glad that you asked that because he, who defines special? If you go if you look around and I I want you not to take this personally whatsoever because when you're trying to solve a problem, try as hard as you can is not to take it from a personal perspective. You can't. You can't take anything personally and expect it to be not hurtful. So, what I'm going to say, it's not hurtful. I'm not I'm not trying to disrespect you in any way but here's here's how i see it when you look around and your people in your life and you'd be like okay that person is really special i want you to break it down why is that person special did you did you just met them on tinder did you go on a couple of dates with them like how why is that person special and i'm talking in when it comes to partners i'm not talking like siblings or anything no when it comes to partners why do you expect people to treat you differently why do you expect to be special if you did not go through what their family been through together, if you're not been that person who always took around for them, if you haven't, if you haven't been there their entire life, if you did not understood them well, how do you find? How did you? How do you define special? I, I don't get it. How can anybody be special if you don't go through life with a person and you don't understand them very well? And how could that be special? Why? What did I do to earn? to earn this title being the special person in most cases absolutely nothing we did nothing we just think simply by being ourselves and being this fun spontaneous person who who that person would just love us for being just us then therefore we are very special it doesn't really go like that it doesn't go like that it's not that easy you know most special people don't even know they're special because they're too busy being themselves. They're not looking around and be like, mm, well, who thinks I'm special? Raise your hand. You right there? Okay, cool. They, they're, they're not like that. It's just, it's kind of pity to, to, to all of us that we think that we should be special to, to anyone. If everybody thinks that they're special and they should be treated differently, then we're all special. Because deep down, I think I'm special. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go ask everybody to be to be their special person. It's uh, I wish it was easy like that. But then being special doesn't actually mean anything in real life. Okay, you're special. And then what? What did you do to earn that title to be the special person? Nothing, really. So for you to ask people or for you to, to, to think that being special means that people respect you more or by your question means that they don't they don't respect you enough because you're nobody's special person being special doesn't actually has to do anything with with 
respect. I could be the most basic nothing. I could be nothing, you know? And people will still be demanded to respect me. It's it's not it's not it's not really a measure like how special I am. Well, he treats me the same or that person treats me like that. So, oh, that means that they really like me. No, they don't really mean like that. So, basically what I'm trying to say is that you don't have to be anybody's special person to be respected. People people need to respect you. It's a need. It's a must. It's not something even negotiable. Um, if people think I'm not special, well, cool. Cool, maybe I'm not special. It's, it has nothing to do with me. I'm not special. Maybe I have nothing to bring to the table. Maybe I'm so basic. But guess what? You're still gonna have to respect me. Because for me, because me being special doesn't mean that I'm gonna have diff- different treatment. Or you're gonna respect me more. It has nothing to do with respect, really. It has to do with... It has to do with how different you are, I guess, or um, how different you make people feel, really. It has nothing to do with your face or your personality. You could be the same exact person and you can know as many people as you can, but maybe, you know, 10 people and just one of them thought you were different. You were, you, They thought apparently that you were special. So you could have the same personality, same look and everything, but it doesn't mean anything to many people, but to that person, it means that you're special to them because you make them feel something different. Um, that's what special means, at least to me. So yeah, maybe we're all basic. <laughs> maybe we're all boring, but um, I it, it has nothing to do with respect at all, whatsoever. Um, which again, it brings me to the point that we shouldn't take this very personally the fact that we're not special even though i see it a lot actually we think that if we snapchat that person or we act this way or look look this way we're gonna spark their attention therefore i'm gonna be their special person or um simply me being effortless and being myself that person will just think that i'm special because i'm different i just it's it's sad it really it really is sad because like i said special people don't even worry about them being special they just are they're just busy being themselves they don't even care about this title and you don't walk around telling people oh you're my special person i like you what are do this do that you don't walk around saying oh you're my special person you know why i'm saying this because you're my you don't always say it because it loses value you're special, okay, so that what does that even mean if you say it every single day? At the end of the day, if people don't treat you differently, if you don't feel special by their treatment, they're not really special. I can tell you the most, I, I can write you a poem, but if I don't mean any of it, then it's not going to mean anything to you, really. So yeah, that's my take on being the special person. You either agree with me or not. It's really... I'm not saying that you're not special because I don't know you. But I, I don't want you to, to sit around and expect people to treat you differently because you think you're special. It, pff, it doesn't really work like that. I wish it was, but mm, no, it doesn't. I love that I'm recording this at 1am. Uh, casually sitting around, you know, talking. Hopefully nobody interrupts me. But... Yeah, that's how dedicated I am. I'm not going to sleep until I'm done with this. 
Because honestly, I really want to take this seriously, a bit more seriously, like I used to. Um, so that's why we're here. That's why we're grinding. And um, if this podcast doesn't actually get me on the Rogan Experience show, bitch, what are we doing now? But I guess we're gonna have to see. I'm speaking to the universe right now. Hello. Hey guys, me again. Um, it would be really cool to be um, interviewed by Joe Rogan. So please, please, please support this podcast so I can be there and flex. You know, I have nothing to flex on. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Um, but that was that. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I really appreciate your time. If you enjoyed it, make sure you give me a review. You know, I had the same review since fucking February. So yeah, support me on that. Um, yes, if you want this podcast to be something big, which why not? Why not? Support your home girl. Um, you can support this podcast by the link below. Um, and contact me on the Gmail that I made. I'm not gonna say it again because it's embarrassing. So I'm just gonna link it. Um, with that being said, I hope you had a wonderful day. I hope you think this conversation was valuable enough. And I'll see you next week. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 